0: It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. Steve, this is our holiday show, right? Holiday show.
1: Thanksgiving. Remember our last one? We had that. Oh, two years ago.
0: Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, we
1: couldn't do it. Maybe it was Three.
0: Probably three.
1: Yeah, that we had the big studio. and
0: Yeah, we can't get all those people in here now. So, of course, we're not having a big Thanksgiving buffet this year, but um, we have a pretty good studio show for you. So, look, before we jump in, Steve. Go ahead. I know this will surprise you because I never do this, but I actually have a 5K review.
1: Really? Yeah. I I thought we could finish that.
0: No. I'm still doing 5Ks no matter what the weather. That's how dedicated I am. I like that. To go out and walk slash stroll these 5Ks. No matter what the weather is. So here's one. I have one this week over on um, Podchaser. So here it is. It's called the Ladies Fright Podcast. Ladies Fright Podcast. So here's how they describe their podcast, and then I'll give you my review. Oh, yes, it's Ladies Fright. Two people who kind of like each other tell spooky stories, then try to figure out why they are so spooky. So I gave them a listen. I listened to a few episodes, and here's my review, five-star review over on Podchaser. Maggie and Jackie have created an informative, entertaining, and honest podcast about the creepy things around us. Lots of information and humor on what could be a dark subject. Their natural chemistry adds to the charm of the show, and I am an instant fan. And again, that's called the Ladies' Fright podcast, a comedy, horror, and paranormal podcast. They're pretty good. Was it? Yeah, they're fun to listen to. Uh, everybody should check them out. So that's who I listen to this week, and of course, continually listening to Slay Queens and a Cincy Fan Talking, which are our local podcasts. I want to give a special shout out to our friends, uh, our good friends, Drunk Theory, who invited us come down and sit in the studio with him sometime. We'll probably do that next year. We'll go, we'll go down and yeah. uh, and check out Drunk Theory. So uh, I'll always listen to them. If you go on and check, check out our uh, Twitter page, Core Extra Podcast Twitter page, you'll see some of my uh, Follow Friday mentions where I mentioned a bunch of great indie podcasts to follow, including ones I've always mentioned and what, literally people from around the world. Uh, that we listen to and support and try to follow. So always go and follow the Indie Podcast. I like to send out reminders to do that every now and then because the Indie Podcasters, that makes all the difference. So, Steve, it's getting cold outside, as it does every winter. Yeah, as it does every winter. I don't know if you know that, but every winter it gets a little cold. And people are inside. They're inside with families, so forth and so on, and – and one of the things everybody does is well, they do two or three things. They eat, they watch football, and they watch movies. Yes. Okay? So I have in my hot little hands today, it's right here. I have some movies for you guys to watch while you're sheltered in when it's cold outside. So what I thought I would do, Steve, is I put together some movies that are set in the wintertime, but they're not necessarily holiday movies.
1: Okay. All right. But
0: they're set in the cold. And I'm going to do them in order. I have five of them. I'm going to do them from five to one. So number five. Is this your order? This you is think? my order. Right. It's nobody else's order. It's my order. Here. Now, I'm going to answer the burning questions right away. Okay. There is no The Thing, Shining, Misery, Fargo. None of them are on there. Okay? Because I know what will happen. I'll go through this list and be like, oh, you didn't say Die Hard. Die Hard's not on it. That's kind of a Christmas movie. It is, but I'm trying to stay away from the ones that everybody knows and everybody's seen. Now, I want to make sure you understand this is my list. Your list. And the reason I say that is some of these movies are not the greatest movies, but I enjoy watching them.
1: Okay. Do I know them? Sure. Sure. Okay. The first one.
0: The first one. Which is number five. Number five. It's one of my favorites.
1: Okay. So, it's number one is even going to be better than this?
0: Oh, yeah. Number one would be a is lot better. one of your favorites. This is one of my favorites. Okay. This is number five. All right. So, if you had five movies to watch. Okay. This is my least favorite. Least favorite. <laughs> but it's okay. one of my of favorites. Fi- of your favorites. Right. All right. From 2000. Okay. Starring Ben Affleck, Charlize Theron, and Gary Sinise. Reindeer Game. Oh, okay. You ever seen that? Yeah. Oh, it's great. In a tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Yeah. So after being in prison for six years on a grand theft auto charge, Rudy Duncan as Ben Affleck, is days away from release, is, as is his cellmate, Nick, who is serving a two-year sentence on a separate charge. Nick has a number of pictures from a romantic correspondence with a woman named Ashley. He has never met, but is waiting for his release. Rudy's looking forward to returning to his family and having a fresh cup of hot chocolate. Who is it, right? Well, Nick is killed defending Rudy during a prison riot. When Rudy is released the next day from prison, he recognizes Ashley waiting outside the prison for Nick, and Rudy takes his place and pretends to be Nick. You see what's going on there?
1: Okay, so she doesn't know him except by correspondent, and he never sent her a picture.
0: Right, right. So, Nick has spoken of his previous employment in security at an Indian casino, and Rudy, Rudy finds himself involved with Ashley's criminal gun runner brother, who is Gary Sinise. Rudy is violently coerced to cooperate with a Christmas Eve casino robbery scheme yeah. that Gabriel and his gang have been, putting, have been planning with Nick's casino knowledge as the key. And of course, there's a lot of double crosses and things going on. I have to tell you, it's a fun movie to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh,
0: there's a lot of BS going on, uh, but Gary Sinise is great. He plays Gabriel. Uh, ben Affleck is okay. Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck. Yeah. Charlize Theron is okay in this, but I really enjoyed it. But I'm going to tell you somebody who didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Well, this movie came out in 2000. Yeah. In 2007, Charlize Theron said in an interview in Esquire magazine that Reindeer Games was her least favorite of all films. Her quote was... That was bad, bad, bad movie. <laughs> but I got to work with John Frankenheimer. I wasn't lying to myself. That's why I did it. So here you have a choice. You can listen to me, or you can listen to the lady that st- the Academy Award winner yeah. that starred in the yeah. movie. But I actually like it. Did you like it? Yeah. I thought it was fun. Oh, does, is the show interrupting your personal business here?
1: I like the movie, so we can actually tell her. That was really the worst movie you've been in?
0: Well, she didn't say that. She said, it. Was, now, let me let me tell you what she said before you jump on her. She said it was the least favorite of all of her films. And it, favorite of all. And her it films. was a bad, bad, bad movie.
1: I didn't think it was a bad, bad, bad movie. Um, let's see. What else has she been in? One of the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> well,
0: that probably made her a lot of money. Uh,. <laughs>
1: Huntsman. That was good. It was
0: better than the reindeer games.
1: Well, if she says it, then I guess I'm gonna have to go along. She's got a little bit more experience than I do in my acting career. Yeah. She was in Hancock.
0: That was with Will Smith. Yeah. It was better than Reindeer Games. So just so we're clear, the Academy Award winner was right and Yeah, I guess you were wrong.
1: She's saying that's her worst movie. I just She I didn't was,
0: say it was her worst movie. She said it was her least favorite movie.
1: I was uh Ah, what's the difference?
0: Okay, there are, that was three minutes of my life that I will never get back. <laughs> so when I'm in the home and they yeah. say, "Well, Kurt, you have eight really? minutes to live," I say, "No, nope. I really have five I've minutes to live." I already
1: wasted three of wasted three of number four.
0: Number four on my personal list, your personal list from 2016 called "Better Watch Out." <laughs> have you ever seen this? I
1: don't know if I have.
0: When you think the suburbs, you think safety. But this holiday night, the suburbs are anything but safe. Ashley thought that this babysitting job was going to be an easy night, but the night takes a turn when dangerous intruders break in and terrorize her and the 12-year-old boy she's caring for. Ashley defends her charge to the best of her ability, only to discover this is no normal home invasion. I can't tell you what happens without spoilers But let me just say, Better Watch Out is one of the craziest movies I've seen uh, in that genre. It's definitely worth taking a look at. Um, It's a Christmas movie. Uh, I mean, it's a holiday movie. And um, if you enjoy comedy, horror, and a little dark comedy, uh, you'll enjoy this. It's called. I don't think I.
1: I may have seen it. I, I can't remember.
0: Oh, if you saw it, you'd remember. Better Watch Out 2016. That's number four on my list. Now that was number four. What number is this? Three. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. This uh, it but was not as... it was hard for me not to make this my favorite ah. bad weather movie. But I have a couple more from 1996. Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis. Do you know what this is?
1: Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> New.
0: I probably know when you say it the long kiss good night oh yeah 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 <laughs> is this the is, yeah i thought this was very overlooked i thought the action sequences was good i thought everything about it was really good worldwide it only made about 89 million which was not bad for yeah, 1996 yeah. but samuel jackson says it's uh one of his favorite roles one of his favorite roles even to this day he said that was one of his favorite roles yeah, but anyway, Samantha Kane, a suburban home- homemaker, is the ideal mom to her 8-year-old daughter, Caitlin. She lives in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, has a job teaching school, and makes the best Rice Krispie treats in town.
1: I love Rice Krispie treats.
0: But when she receives a bump on her head, she begins to remember small parts of her previous life as a lethal top secret agent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm laughing because it's a hoot, isn't it? It is a hoot. Her old chums in the chapter are now out to kill her. So she enlists the help of a chief detective named Mitch. As Samantha remembers more and more of her previous life, she becomes deadlier and more resourceful. Both Mitch and Samantha proceed to do the killing thing, the bleeding thing, and the shooting
1: thing. I know. And,
0: and his name, Samuel Jackson's name, and this is Mitch Hennessy. And she and uh, Gina Davis is Charlie Baltimore.
1: Charlie Baltimore. <laughs> I know they're. It's a side note to that. Yeah. And I remember this because this is the only movie that Samuel L. Jackson doesn't say motherfucker in <laughs> he, he
0: probably, he might mumbled it. <laughs> it is a, he says, most customers it, it is a great, great action, just a crazy action movie. Yeah. It really is. If you haven't seen Long Kiss Goodnight, do yourself a favor and check it out. Because this is, and it's in the winter, it's winter based as are all of these, right? Yes. you
1: have a nuclear winter one with Godzilla?
0: <laughs> well, everybody's expecting that, so I didn't do it. Number two on my list, which also could be number one, but it's actually number two. I'm number two? 1998, Bill Paxton, the great Bill Paxton, yes. may he rest in peace, Billy Bob Thornton and Bridget Fonda. A lot of you are already saying, Oh, I know what it is. It's called A Simple Plan. Have you seen this?
1: If I have, I can't remember it.
0: Three characters, for the most part intellectually challenged, <laughs> find a deserted plane with a bag full of millions of dollars. They devise a simple plan to keep the money if no one claims it. Of course, nothing turns out simple. So these bad guys crash this little plane like a Cessna, millions of dollars in it. So Bill Paxton is the smarter of these three idiots. He goes out. And the plan is, we're not gonna say anything for one year. Just keep this money. Everybody just be cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it for a year, and that'll. And then after a year, it's ours, right? I think like a day later, Billy Bob Thornton's knocking on the door, like, man, I gotta have some of this money. Because <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Thorne just plays an idiot in this movie. Not and a heart. Not a. Right, and, it uh, rolls. you know, it made no money, uh, but I thought it's really worth it. And this is all in the snow in the winter. Uh, it's filmed. Uh, the, I think that's why the plane crashed, because there was some storm or something. But if you want to see Bill Paxton at his best, Billy Bob Thornton at his best, Bridget Fonda is good in it, too, but these two guys carry the movie. And uh, it is really good. It's called A Simple Plan from 1998.
1: I can't remember. Is Billy Bob Thornton in that movie? Is he big Billy Bob Thornton or thin Billy Bob Thornton? No, he's
0: little scrawny, weasley Billy Bob Thornton. in uh, Swingblade.
1: I just saw saw it the other night.
0: Uh, Swingblade was
1: big. Yeah, that one, but uh, the Wyatt Earp one with Kurt Russell.
0: Oh, which one was that? Um, Tombstone. uh, Tombstone.
1: Remember, he's that real big guy at the craps table. And yeah. Grab him by the ear and throw him out the door. Right, right. That's, I forgot that was yeah. Billy Bob
0: Thorne. He, uh, man, he did a transformation yeah. big time, because now he's still thin. I just saw him in Goliath on Showtime, final season where he plays an attorney.
1: Well, you know, he was big in a lot of movies. Then he got thin after he drank Angela and Goli's blood. <laughs>
0: right. You know? <laughs> she put the thinner on him, didn't yes. she? well, Here's one of my favorite movies by one of my favorite damsels in distress type, and that's in quotation marks. This is number one. This is number one. This is the number one to watch. And this particular actress is my, one of my favorite. She kind of, sort of disappeared uh, after she got involved with Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw. That's her husband now. Oh, it is? Of course, I'm talking about Rachel Nichols, but, but you don't see her that much anymore but she was so good in these roles. And this particular role is one of my favorite with her. It's called P2, like, like in a parking garage. You know, P2, P Two, two 2007. So here's the setup. A businesswoman awakens to discover she's chained to a chair and held captive by a demented, obsessed security guard in the parking garage of the office building where she worked. Dazed and confused and swimming in dizziness, the The groggy woman tries to shake off the chloroform and become herself again. But when the guard suddenly unchains her, a game of cat and mouse ensues. That's kind of a simple setup, but she's in this garage and trying to get out. The guy's crazy. He's played by Wes Bentley. You'll know him from The Hunger Games, Yellowstone, American Beauty, Mission Impossible, Fallout. And Wes Bentley was also in Interstellar. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we've been service, season and desist. We can't badmouth Interstellar no, anymore.
1: No. No. We're
0: not allowed to do not that. Not allowed anyway. to do that.
1: One of the top 50 movies of all time. Nah. Yeah.
0: Don't get me started. A P2 <laughs> is better than Interstellar. The thing that <laughs> makes this so good. You ever watch one of these movies, and I know you have, you ever watch one of these horror-slash-suspense-slash-thriller movies, and the person that's being attacked, you say, well, why don't they just do this? Right. Yeah. Every single time you think that in P2, she does it. Every single time. She did absolutely, this character did absolutely every single correct thing to get out of this. And it just didn't work because nothing is more irritating. than you're like, well, wait a minute. Why don't they just do that? And it, when you think it, she does it, you know, and it, she can't get out. Eh, well, it still doesn't work out for her. No. <laughs> but if you're not familiar with Rachel Nichols, just get on IMDb, look up Rachel Nichols. She always plays the smart person in these movies, even though she's uh, being hunted or whatever have you. But and this was the one here in two thousand and seven where she really played a good role. I think she's good in everything. I'm a Rachel Nichols fan, but um, but in this one she does everything right. You know, not one time did I think, well, that doesn't make sense. Because sometimes you watch these, and you're like, why well, don't they just open the window? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like when you watch uh, Michael Myers. Somebody says, how do you get away from Michael Myers? I'm like, just get a bike and just ride yeah. down yeah. the street. Yeah. Or just trot. He can't catch you.
1: Why don't anybody cut his head off?
0: <laughs> just put it in a box. What is he going to do? But anyway, P2 from 2007 starring Rachel Nichols. Now, Wes Bentley. Here's something interesting. I always try to look up an interesting <laughs> fact. Now, this was 2007. Things yeah. have changed for Wes. Sure. But he only took this movie role because that was the decade that he was addicted to cocaine and heroin. And he only took this role so he could get money to buy drugs. <laughs> That's the only reason he took it. Nothing wrong with that. Man, you know, being a drug addict ain't easy. But those are my five you should watch. Again, in reverse order, Reindeer Games. Let me make sure I get it right. Better Watch Out, The Long Kiss Goodnight, and then the class, the last two are the class of this group, A Simple Plan and P2. So if you watch those, they are set in the winter, but they're not necessarily holiday movies. But these will get you in the holiday spirit. I do have to say Better Watch Out is is basically a holiday Christmas movie, you know, because she's babysitting this guy. And if you want to see something crazy, watch Better Watch Out. But that is my personal list. Now, I think altogether these movies made about twenty dollars. But, well, it's my list. That's
1: right.
0: So I didn't put any die hard. And and now and when I told Steve what I was going to do, of course, first thing he wanted to know, what did you put 30 days of night on there? 30 Days of Night is good, but everybody's seen that.
1: It's real good.
0: Now, I'll tell you something that was on my list. I had to take it off. (laughs) You'll like this. Have you seen Cold Pursuit? Yeah. With uh, Liam Neeson? Yeah. So Liam Neeson, again, plays uh, a simple guy thrust into this, this crazy world. Cold Pursuit is good. But And I hate to say this, but I've had enough of Liam Neeson. Especially
1: being that way.
0: Yeah, you know, he's always like the bumbling guy. Wait they, a second.
1: Know. Maybe I didn't see that. Is that the one where, where he's the uh, bulldoze driver? Right. Okay, yeah. Same character. No one, said, no one has kidnapped his daughter, though. This <laughs> <Nistler>. one.
0: <laughs> well, if you go way back in our list, we had a theory that his daughter just must be running around with a sign saying take me you know yeah. she gets kidnapped every other week that actress whose name i forgot apologize but she's in the uh fear of the walking dead or was oh I don't, yeah she is, is she's still right. in yeah.
1: there yeah 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 i'm
0: sorry i forgot her name me but too. yeah uh,
1: i can't remember her name either i know in one episode she got kidnapped and
0: liam neeson liam neeson came to get her now was it zombie liam neeson or was he he was a survivor uh, yes you know the zombie Liam Neeson moves at about the same speed that Liam Neeson. Le- I'm gonna get you. You know, <laughs> you know that famous scene where I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah. I wish the guy would have just been like, "Really, dude? You gonna find me and kill me? Really?"
1: First of all, you're seventy-five. Years old. <laughs> you know. Well, anyway, let, let let's move on. I wanted to since it's the holiday. It's our Thanksgiving episode. And hopefully families can get together this year. I know they did a little bit last year, but we're still in the pandemic. So let's hope everybody can get together or parts of families can. So I I have a list here of um, certain things, but I want to get into something real quick before we do that. And this is just off the top of my head when he was talking, uh, when Kurt was talking. What are some of the things that you don't like? At Thanksgiving dinner. Do you pass on anything? You know.
0: Yes. So, I'll just tell you what I do like. Yeah. I'm just turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, a little dressing. Pretty much it. I don't need to get real fancy.
1: See, I'm the turkey and dressing. I don't get those all the time. That's why. I can have green beans, you know, things like that. But there are certain. I do take the candy jams. I do like those because I don't get those that often. But uh, there are certain things that I have to pass on. Now, see, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big cranberry sauce fan. The tubed ones that are in jars, right. hands that come out, you know, like that when they come right. out. I'm not a big fan of that. Also, uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, green bean casserole.
0: No. Any, the, the more stuff is mixed up, the more I get yeah. away
1: from it. You know, I I can remember that when I was a kid, my aunt, my father, and my uncle were big fans of oyster dressing. No, you know, and and I'm not a fan of that. That had to be at every meal. But do you remember no, I'm when not uh, I'm not eating them? You remember when there used to be like a gelatin mold for Thanksgiving It had fruit in it.
0: No, you know, I, I never, I never experienced that. I had
1: to pass on that.
0: No, I never experienced.
1: And I'm not a macaroni fan either for Thanksgiving. I don't see why you need macaroni at Thanksgiving. It's a fill macaroni up. and
0: cheese. Yeah, I like macaroni and cheese. I like macaroni and cheese. I but, macaroni
1: and cheese, but I don't see why we need it at Thanksgiving.
0: You don't. Well, I have to keep it simple.
1: Yeah, I, turkey and dressing and Thanksgiving you need a turkey.
0: There's no ham.
1: If you want to go ham, you go at Christmas.
0: I can go, I, I'm not a big ham fan, period. Period. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, any of that. I don't, I, but you know what? Now, you know I have some weird food stuff. So. Yeah, and
1: we're not gonna <laughs> get into that.
0: The one thing I don't like, I don't like, well, it's this day and you eat this. It's that day and you eat that. You know, I don't, and that's just something that started maybe 10, 20 years ago. Well, like you said, well, it's Christmas. You got to have a ham. What, I, mean, I can't just have a meatloaf. I have to eat a ham on Christmas, or I have to eat turkey on, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm really not like a yes, ceremonial have, to have a turkey eater. on Thanksgiving. And I don't know why. I, no. Well, I've, I,
1: I can tell you this. I've had it for 60 years. It's just not something that happened 10 years ago.
0: No, I said I got, I started feeling like, okay, okay. so listen, so it's June 5th, and I don't have a taste for turkey, and I'm thinking to myself, ooh, boy, that third, that third week in November, boy, I'm going to get that turkey. No, if I want a turkey in June, I'll get it.
1: Yes, you can eat turkey yeah. any time, but you have to have it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, maybe. Yes. How many places have you been that had a meatloaf on Thanksgiving?
0: Well, but I know people that don't like turkey. They don't have meat. Anymore. No, they eat ham. But they don't like turkey. Nope. So what should they eat?
1: They need to pass. on
0: it. Well, what should they eat? What do you eat if Decides. you don't like turkey? The
1: sides. Now, so, if you're having it at your house, if you that's can't, a different story. If you
0: can't eat turkey, say you're allergic to turkey, what do you eat? The sides. So you can't have protein that day. You just
1: can't have it. Well, it's different unless you're, if you're at your house, you can Yeah. You can't call up somebody and say, "I don't like turkey." No. make a ham for me.
0: No, but you just show up and yeah, you and then eat whatever. you decide. The yeah. yeah. What if you're vegetarian?
1: Well, then you definitely decide.
0: Right. You can have everything there. Right. Except the turkey. I don't like it. I don't like having to eat certain. You things don't like all, it, so that's it. Certain it's days. It's over. Like, right. like, there's a group of people that eat fish on Friday. Well, it's Friday. I gotta have a fish. I gotta have a fish on Friday. What if I want one Tuesday? How come I can't eat Tuesday?
1: Okay. Well. Anyway, here. So I thought about that. I just wanted to see what you thought about that. But, if I, go to the, but foods. if I go
0: to the movies, I got to have popcorn.
1: That's true. So I have a small list here. Okay. Since we do list, these are five people. Yeah. You're glad you didn't invite to your Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> Only five? <laughs> five. Wait a minute. Why don't we do 500? Because I can go on and on about this all well, day.
1: But Yeah, <laughs> but let me give you the five. Okay, five people yeah.
0: that you are glad you didn't invite yeah. to Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. On Thanksgiving Day, 1991, yeah. Egyptian-born fashion model, Omani Nelson, 23, rep- repeatedly plunged a pair of scissors into the chest and stomach of Bill Nelson, her 56-year-old pilot husband, on Thanksgiving. Then she reached for a clothing iron As Bill flailed on the ground, she hit him with the iron. Hit him so many times, she broke the metal iron. All right, now hold on a minute. (laughs) Then she unleashed her fury.
0: Wait a minute. Her fury hasn't been unleashed Uh -uh. yet?
1: She unleashed her fury. She claimed over the sexual terror and other abuses, which Bill had subjected her to, acts that reported including him pimping her out to other people. Damn. When Bill finally expired after being hit with the the iron and the scissors, she butchered his body on the kitchen floor, then she boiled his hands in oil to remove his fingers stuck his head in the freezer so he so she, so she could later break out his teeth so they couldn't get dead. And then in a symbolic revenge, she made a point of castrating her husband and eating That's
0: one person you don't want to invite to Thanksgiving. Her or Bill? Because Bill Bill sounded like a son of a bitch. If somebody wants to do all that to you, you must be horrible.
1: Here's another guy you
0: don't invite. Her I'd probably invite. Paul
1: Paul Michael Mm Merhing. On November 26, 2009, South Florida resident Paul Michael Merhing ate a hearty Thanksgiving meal with 16 family members and friends Conversing, joking, and even doing sing alongs. After dinner, Mirange, I guess that's his name, Mirange, whipped out a handgun and executed four relatives, including his cousin in law, his twin sister, one of whom was pregnant, and his cousin's six year old daughter. Afterward, Mirange reportedly said, I waited 20 years to do this. Mirange fled the scene but was captured and eventually cut a plea deal. Seven consecutive life sentences. You don't want him at dinner.
0: (laughs) So he had 19 Thanksgivings before he decided to go crazy.
1: One day, it must have been the green bean casserole. Green bean
0: casserole put him over the edge.
1: All right. Aguelas Clay Oliver. What? The Arrogance. Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. wait. What's his name?
1: Aguelas. All right. Aguilas, the arrogance Aguilas Clay Oliver, 76 towards his son, Keith Oliver, over the younger man's refusal to help out around the house, escalated to homicidal rage on Thanksgiving Day 2009. The father and son had reportedly been arguing for hours over who will take the garbage out. Aguilas' wife and Keith Oliver's mother Right. Asked her son to leave. He refused. The father went upstairs, came down with his three fifty-seven, and shot Oliver to death, <laughs> overtaking out the garbage.
0: Good on Lord! On Thanksgiving. Good
1: Lord. All right. A man's home is his castle. After a big Thanksgiving Day dinner, Brian David Smith went home. Mm -hmm. He's a retired security engineer officer with the U.S. State Department. Okay. And he lived in uh, Minnesota. He was tired of his home being burglarized several times in his many months. He installed an alarm system complete with video cameras aimed at several areas around the house. Then on Thanksgiving 2012, after coming home from a big meal, Mm -hmm. he sat downstairs in his basement with his rifle and waited. The video from the day captured Smith moving his truck out of his driveway to make it appear as he weren't home. Mm -hmm. Then an hour later, two teens in hoodies came in, hastened the place before entering the property. The teens were Holly Kiefer, 18, and her cousin, Nicholas Brady, 17. Right. Both were unarmed. Smith had suspected Kiefer and Brady of having been responsible for at least some of the earlier break, break-ins
0: right.
1: at the house. While Smith sat in his basement waiting, he had a tape recorder running. There are hours of audio recording the document, his time lying in wait, complete with the sound, of breaking glass, and the ensuing confrontation. The audio captures the shots fired. In Smith's statement, during and after the killings, I refuse to live in fear. I am not a bleeding heart liberal. I feel like I was cleaning up a mess. I was doing my civic duty. All this after eating two huge plates of turkey. Incredibly, despite the two dead bodies in his house, Smith wouldn't actually call the police until the next day, stating he didn't want to bother them because it was Thanksgiving.
0: You know, I remember that case. Do you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he, he made the comment when the, when the cops were there. He made the comments. He, they, they mentioned the, the woman that he killed. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I got her with a good finishing shot. <laughs> they, locked yeah. him, they locked him up. Yeah, I remember. What, what year was that? This uh, few...
1: 2007.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that dude.
1: And here's the last one on the list that you do not <laughs> want to invite to your house on Thanksgiving.
0: You don't want this dude.
1: Though. No. No, this, this is a woman. now. Shanika Alsup. Stabs half brother in neck. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving twenty twelve turned gory for celebrants gathered at the home of Shanika Allsop twenty seven. In the course of serving the turkey, and a spat broke out over one of her half brothers wanting to eat dessert before the turkey was over. She got pissed reached over to the turkey plate and stabbed him in the throat with a serving fork. She went to jail for first-degree assault, second-degree assault, assault, and reckless endangerment. The Thanksgiving went on as you. So even though they took her... <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: clean up the mess, bring out the pies. Clean up the mess. <laughs> now we got our ass out of here. Let's eat. So don't bring those five people. To- I guess there's technically no reason for me to starve to death because no. she went crazy. No.
1: no, they took her away and they served the food, and I guess they took him away too, I guess. Well,
0: you don't want to get stabbed in the You in don't the want neck. him bleeding all over the With place serving for like a stuck pig. Or stuck turkey. Yeah. Well
1: So anyway, those are five people <laughs> you should not invite to your house on Thanksgiving.
0: So before you watch my five <laughs> I dropped the mic. <laughs> So before you watch those five movies, get these five people out of the house. Absolutely. Or don't serve
1: Thanksgiving with them. Yeah. That's all I got for Thanksgiving this year. Well, that's all we
0: need for Thanksgiving because we're not having a big party. No. Not having a big party. But, Steve, I have to ask you a question. And I think the answer is pretty obvious. What do we learn today? Well. Well, the first thing we learn, always the first thing we learn, is you got to listen to the indie podcast of the 5K reviews. And this week, it was the Ladies' Fright Podcast. You must listen to them immediately. Stop what you're doing. Turn them on. And then after you do that, of course, listen to our local friends, the Slay Queens, and our main man, LP, over at the Ascency Fan Talking. That's the first thing we learn. That's always the first thing we learn.
1: And we learn certain foods that we don't like.
0: No, yeah yeah, and you know, we also, we already knew this, that I have a long list. Yeah. <laughs> Anything wanted...
1: made by anybody else out of any other.
0: <laughs> simple as that. It's as simple as that. Especially if it's all mixed together.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: The next thing we learned was my five movies. I'm not going to rehash them. I already did. But there are five great movies that are set in the wintertime, but aren't necessarily holiday movies. But watch and, him. And the pick of the litter is P2 from 2007 with the great Rachel Nichols.
1: And last but not least, the five people that I told you, if they're still out,
0: don't invite them to your Thanksgiving dinner. Short fuses. Do not invite oh. them. And, you know, speaking on one of them, if a relative asks you to take out the garbage during this Thanksgiving, just take the garbage out. Yeah. They invited you over to eat. Yeah. just what you can do is out. take the.
1: Take the garbage out.
0: Now, you know the one guy that said he waited 20 years? Yeah. Now, you know when something happens, like if somebody, if two people in your family got accused of shoplifting, one, you would be totally shocked. The other one, you'd say, well, I'm not surprised. No. (laughs) Now, this dude said he waited for 20 years. Do you think that they knew he was crazy? Absolutely. I mean, they had to be thinking it's only a matter of time to... Billy Snaps. You yeah. know what I mean? It has to be. They yeah. had to see. They, they probably didn't know
1: he was going to be that crazy. No, no, not that crazy. But I imagine it came up a couple times <laughs> <laughs> around the table. I don't think this would be the only time he'd scream and yell and shoot people. Right. He was probably, you know, on the edge of his
0: seat the whole time. Now, you know, there was a guy here. I think was. I think his name was Rupert a long time ago. I could look it up, but it's not important. On Easter, you remember this? Yeah, yeah. The dude sat in like one spot in his house so he could see the whole room and killed eleven people in his family. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I was just a kid.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: I think it is, I think his name last name was Rupert. Yeah. If you if you Google Rupert Cincinnati Easter, it'll come right up. Come right up. And I remember thinking, man, this dude had to be nuts or just fed up.
1: You know what else? If you Google yeah. Core Extra, we're the first one. We're the
0: first one. And we don't pay for that. Yeah, you could, you could, you could learn about Rupert. And while you're in Cincinnati, just Google us.
1: Core Extra.
0: Core Extra Podcast. C-O-R-E-X. Right That's another thing we learned. C-R-A. Well, the holiday season is in full effect. We had a nice get-together uh, Saturday, yes. last Saturday. It was great. A friend of yours. Uh, nice enough to invite her over. I want to shout out to those guys. That was really good. Had some good eats and, and uh, sat around and jibber-jabbered. It was nice. A little cold, but it was nice. And um, here and we are. No, and I took the garbage out. And I, oh, yeah. And I did not eat dessert before everybody else. <laughs> I was eyeballing the desserts, and I thought, eh, I guess I'll just win.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's Remember a nice I night... tapped you on the shoulder, and I said, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: you know, he's a nice guy, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, maybe he'll snap.
1: Yeah. It'll be 20 years he's been thinking about that right and finally look after 19 years <laughs> I tell him not to take
0: the, the he, he might have just first he, he might have just been waiting to get this combination of people in the same spot and since I know him a little less than you do less time than you do maybe I was the final piece of the puzzle that's why I didn't get that But anyway well, hey, listen, as usual, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can follow us on social media everywhere. And support Indie Podcasts. Everywhere. That's more important. Support Indie Podcasts uh, because the downloads and likes and reviews really come out indie the podcast. And that's all I have, Steve. You got anything else? I've
1: got nothing else.
0: Just tell everybody happy holiday season, and we'll be back with another episode, in, I guess, in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, we'll okay.
0: Who day? Yeah, well, yeah, we got a lot to talk about the Bengals. Hey, I'm Kurt. Thanks for listening, everybody.